Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. That's a lot of unconditional love. Purchase tickets today at careforanimals.org. Coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only casino resort. Now, here's Justin Eggery and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 20% The Zone at the Little Rock Touchdown Club is brought to you by Arkansas Urology, the state's leader for urological care. With unmatched expertise, state-of-the-art facilities, and the latest technology, Arkansas Urology is well-equipped to provide world-class care for all Arkansans. Clinics now open in Benton, Conway, Little Rock, and North Little Rock. Learn more at ArkansasUrology.com. Long count by Jefferson. Gives it right side. Green angles right. Got a hole across midfield. A.J. at the 40 down the sidelines at the 30. He's got a chance to go. He's going to get into the end zone. Touchdown, Arkansas. 55 yards for A.J. Green. They had a chance to trip him upside the 10 or trip him up just inside the 10. They couldn't do it. And Green is into the end zone for his first touchdown of the season. Out across the 20 to the 25 to the 30. Satania trying to get to midfield. He's across the 50. He's got a chance to go. Isaiah at the 20, the 10. Touchdown, Arkansas. A 53-yard punt, an 87-yard return, and there you have it. Arkansas at the 18-yard line of BYU. DeBinion stays in. Wilson's in the slot right side. Armstrong split wide right. Tesla is into the boundary across the way. They send Haz in motion. Jefferson out of the gun. Short drop. Plenty of time. Open in the end zone. Complete touchdown, Arkansas. Luke Haz, the freshman from Bixby, Oklahoma. His first touchdown is a Razorback. They're going to spot it at the 16-yard line. It's a 26-yarder. Out of the hole to Max Fletcher. Eli Stein... The snapper, this to give Arkansas the lead. It's a good snap, it's a good hold. The kick is down, and the kick is good. Cam Little gives Arkansas the lead. First and goal to go at the seven-yard line. Broden wide right, Tesla in the slot. Power right, has lined up that way. High snap to A.J. Green, left side, breaks a tackle at the goal line. Touchdown, Arkansas. Green from seven yards out, his second score of the night. Roden split over to the right. You got twins to each side. Five seconds to go. Jefferson gets the snap. He's hit from behind. Down he goes. He threw it forward. Braun caught it, but that's not an eligible receiver. DeBinion picks up the football. He's going to get down to the 10. That play was not going to count anyway because of the penalty. The ball game is over. Wow. That's how it ends. We've got a lot of things to clean up. Uh, they exposed us a little bit in, out with their pass rush and not necessarily um, bringing extra just with their ends. And uh, certainly the penalties, uh, we've got to get a handle on that. Understatement of the year. Uh, welcome into the zone. We appreciate you tuning in today. Plenty to talk about from the weekend, including the Arkansas loss to BYU, which were words that I didn't expect to be saying today. But we're happy to have you along with us anyway. Westmore, Justin Ake, we're here at the Little Rock Touchdown Club. And Hunter Juracek already had a hard act to follow Wes, and it just got a whole lot more difficult because, well, he's got to talk about yesterday or Saturday's performance, and that probably won't be a lot of fun for him. Well, the good thing is, uh, or the bad thing, he's used to it, coming to the Little Rock Touchdown Club after a loss. Is he? Yes. What happened last year? They won. That was the first time. Oh, okay. Remember we made a big deal of it? That was the first time he ever spoke to the Little Rock Touchdown Club following a victory? I don't remember what I did yesterday, yeah. Wes. No, I sure as hell don't remember what happened last year. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, a loss for 100 to talk about. All right. Well, listen, uh, I can already tell you're down in the dump, so 
I want to hear from you. Go ahead. Uh, let's start 14 penalties, 125 yards. Disappointing. You can't do it. Offensive no. line. Uh, you can't. No, you issues. literally can't do it. I don't know anybody that could do that. That Overcome is unbelievable. It's, it's actually, yeah. I'm not even mad. I'm impressed. You have to really, really go out of your way to get that many penalties. That is incredible, actually. Yeah. They should be commended. Look, uh, hey, BYU played well. Uh, they did some good things to win the game, but Arkansas, 14 penalties, and one costly bad interception by K.J. Jefferson in the second half. Uh, bad punting at times. They gave BYU a short field position. Uh, man, there's just such a host of things that Arkansas did uh, that if I mean you clean that up, you don't do that. You you win the game. Yeah. And it, it just left me like sometimes you get beat. Uh, UCA got beat right mm-hmm. by a better team. Right. I feel like Arkansas beat themselves, and they and Arkansas yep. lost this game. I think that's fair. That's, that's fair. Very good. Um, Arkansas did do a lot of good things, and I'm actually more encouraged probably than a lot of people are. A lot of people are very down. So I'm actually not as disappointed or upset as some people are. Some people are like, season's over, fire Sam Pittman, I can't take it anymore, they're terrible, they're trash. Uh, I saw people saying some pretty disparaging things online. I get it. I mean, there's a lot of things to be frustrated about. The team didn't show me any discipline. The offensive line still has some issues. But I will say, there were a lot of run lanes that were very well blocked up, and they did take advantage of that. I thought Green looked really good. Dominion looked really good. Um, you got, you know, I, I was hopeful that uh, Dominic Johnson would get back to where he was. It looks like he's a step slow, right? Yeah. He got he got the opportunity out in space on a third down play, and he got run down. Here's a question I have: Why aren't we getting Satane the ball a little bit more in, in the in the offense? Maybe can we can you try to? Well, he's got to get on the field first. Well, okay, that's not my issue. I, that's not my fault. I'm just asking, like, don't you think maybe yeah. there's a way that you should try to maybe integrate him into the offense since we see what he can do with the ball in his hands? Most electric player it looks like on on offense. Yeah. And uh, I give credit. It was a, a Northwest Arkansas writer. I think it was Andrew Hutchinson. Uh, Pro Football Focus had. Uh, Jaden Wilson for 80 snaps, roughly 80 snaps this season in three games. Isaiah Satania, 40 snaps. So he's getting half the playing time yeah. of Jaden Wilson. Wilson had a very uh, costly drop uh, that uh, could have further yeah, would have given them a first down. Was that the deep dig route that was over the middle? Uh, yes. That was and, and that was a pretty well thrown ball. ball. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't perfect, but it was good enough. Should have been caught. A few plays later, we have the fourth down, fourth and one, and we'll get into that, I'm sure. But yeah. uh, that play should have never, the fourth and one should have never happened if you catch the ball. And so, yeah, I think there's a big cry out there that Isaiah Satania needs to be on the field more. Uh, Armstrong had a good game, nine catches, 98 yards on nine targets. I'll tell you another thing is, and you guys already know this. Has looks like the next great tight end at Arkansas, and there have been yep. a bunch of them, but he already looks the part, right? I mean, as a true freshman, kid looks like an upperclassman is impressive. Yeah, and he's just going to get bigger and stronger, and his blocking's going to only improve, and that'll help uh, with the tight end situation to where you can play multiple tight ends, and uh, the defense doesn't know what's about to happen. You know, are they about to run it and uh, with two tight ends, or are they about to throw it? You know, and you have a threat like has out there. No, that's huge for Arkansas. I watched Hunter Henry yesterday with the Patriots. Yep. What a weapon it is to have a tight end, and Arkansas has that with Haas. So that's that's a positive. It's just the offensive line. Just but it's really it's it's glare. It's your you know it's that big toe that's been kicked and it's swollen and you can't walk on it. Right. It, it's 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 a liability. Analogy. It is a liability for this team right now. And at the end of the game, it was just magnified with the injuries and you had guys playing out of position. And uh, they were in the wrong position. You know, and I'd, I'd wondered out loud on the show and even asked Tom Murphy, is it possible that uh, Latham could move out to tackle and be one of your tackles and fix that spot? I think we now know the answer to that. He uh, he was holding on for dear life, quite literally. Yes. That was not uh, good. Now, I will say this. I was very impressed with Josh Braun's ability to catch. That was a, that was a pretty good play there. And the heads up to then uh, you're about to go down and be tackled to try to lateral it yeah. and keep the game alive. Yeah. Um, it was frustrating and it's irritating. And then when you go out on a play, a desperation play like that, and, and that's the final play of the game too, yeah. it's gross. Um, I, look, I, I like. I thought the the run blocking was pretty good for Better. a lot of the day. You know, there were a lot of lot of good lanes. They really had things blocked up pretty well on a lot of the offensive plays. We can dig in on the fourth down. It was such a critical point in the game. And Christian, get all the sound ready on the fourth down stuff because you know Sam Pittman apparently bristled at it a little bit because they asked him about the decision to go. Then they asked him about the choice to not quarterback sneak, and apparently he did not appreciate that because they followed up 
and basically had suggested that he'd already answered the question when he didn't answer that specific portion of it. I will I will say this. I like Sam Pittman, and I'm rooting for Sam Pittman, and I still believe in Sam Pittman, although I know some people are starting to have their doubts. Um, and this is not the first time this has happened. Getting frustrated with the media asking questions after poor performances or losses is not the way to the fan base's heart. Those guys are all pretty good dudes. This is not Washington, D.C. I mean, they're not trying to trip mm-hmm. you up or make you look gotcha. bad. Yes. So him going that route is not a good move. Let me just go ahead and give him a heads up. At this point in his career especially, they've done a nice job. They obviously have a long way to go, but that ain't the answer, man. Anyway, um, I think we all agree the the decision to hand it off deep out of the shotgun was not the right move. I understand what he's saying about having a loaded box, and we'll hear from him in a second about it. My thing is, if there's ten dudes in the box and you've got a couple of receivers set, even in a tight bunch formation... Why not dump it out? Like, yeah. you can tell me you can't throw. You can't hit a three-yard out route. I mean, has anybody. I mean, there's like four guys you could have thrown it to. I don't know. I didn't understand the thinking there. I'm like, if you got to throw it, then throw it. But you need to go. I had no issue with the decision. I just didn't like the, the play call. And there were other options. No. And even if your quarterback sneak it and you don't get it, I'll live with that. Yes. And I understand why he didn't. But you can't. You can't do what you did. No. I, I was at a, a watch party. A lot of Razorback fans. Not one single person was like, "Oh, we need a punt here." No one. Right. Everyone agreed with the call to go for it. But yeah, it was the play. It was exactly the play. You have a 245 pound quarterback that is big. Not only big in struct, but he's tall. I mean, at worst, he gets the snap and lunges ahead a little bit and first down. Maybe. Maybe. But. I, I get what Coach Pittman said. They loaded the box. I watched a lot of NFL yesterday. When the team lo- defense loads the box, it is hard to get that one yard. Right. That's why you see a little play action pass, a little swing, because they are all geared up. They're slanting inside. You go outside. How come it. nobody's stealing the Eagles play? And I don't know if you can execute it in the same well, way. Somebody has. I can't remember which game it was. They tried the same thing as the Eagles, and they lost like two yards. <laughs> The Eagles just have something special, yeah. you know. They, their their linemen are good at doing it. Their 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 back, their quarterback, first of all, is, is super a, strong. Yes, yeah. And so is Arkansas. Yeah. Well, he's big. I, I mean, Hurts. Uh, 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 yeah. His let. Have you seen him do the videos of yeah. him squatting? No, I know he's super strong. Yes, but that, I think KJ's pretty key. strong too. That's the key for KJ's strong and long. Too. Yeah. And he's dying to get the friction on. He needs to get that first down. <laughs> anyway, it was disappointing. Yeah. Uh, there's so many things. But, again, I'm not ready to give up the season. There's some people like, ah, it's over. It's over. And, yes, this four-game stretch coming up is going to be tough. We know that. But I don't. I, wouldn't, I still don't think there's games that can't be won in there. What's over, I think, is the hope that this could be a special team that could win nine, ten games. I think we realize they're not going to win nine or ten games. But I, I never believe that anyway. So. We, well, even last week, you remember our question of the after the narrow victory over Kent State, what do you see the win total being? And seven, one. Yeah. That was with, I imagine, most people thinking you're going to beat BYU. Sure. Now it's, I mean, can they get six and go to a bowl? Ryan says it was 17 flags. Three were declined. <laughs> Thank you, Ryan. Thank you. I, it is. I mean, it was almost a record. Like, it's going back. You have to go back a long ways. It's been oh. 20 years. It, it got to the point where I would watch a play, and I would l- wait for that yellow box to pop up. Yeah. I'm like, where's the flag? Where's the flag? Yeah. Oh, there wasn't a flag. Okay. Uh, All right. It's, it's just disappointing. Um, let me see. What else did I have on my little list of things? And, oh, the other thing is, too, and you kind of suggest this, too. BYU played great. When they when they had to make a play, they made it. Look, the tight end catch going into the end zone, that was a Ooh. fingertip grab. Yeah. You had a one-handed catch in the end zone later. Yep. You had the one ball that was thrown perfectly, dropped in the bread basket down the sideline against pretty good coverage. Yeah. They made a, a bunch of good plays. Now, they, Arkansas gained them significantly, so, it, again, to lose the game is disappointing, but they made a lot of plays. Let's give them a little credit, too. And how many mistakes did they make? We just mentioned the Arkansas mistakes right. with the penalties, the bad punts, the uh, the turnovers. Arkansas had two turnovers. They lost a turnover battle 2-1. to one. Really, BYU made like one costly mistake with their turnover. Arkansas got three points off of that. Uh, BYU got a touchdown off of Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Um, so they didn't make. They didn't shoot themselves in the foot. I don't want to kill KJ, but um, that pick was really hard to explain. I guess he just didn't see the guy dropping in coverage. He threw it right to him. Friday when we were making our picks, I said Arkansas is going to win this. I'm riding KJ. He's he's the dude. You know they're they're going to ride him to a victory. KJ did not play that way. Uh, KJ didn't run the ball like we've seen KJ. First play of the game, he takes off up the middle and picked up five yards on that, and it was easy five yards. I go, here we go. Here we go. We hadn't seen that all year, that little quarterback draw. Uh, Arkansas is about to unleash the dog on KJ and let him run. 
And then you look at the run totals for KJ. Uh, it wasn't that many. And then you throw in the sacks. Yeah. And then I, and then how many times were scrambled? So I got to go back and watch the game and see how many designed runs there were for KJ. Yeah. But there was that one run. Throwing the ball, he did not throw the ball particularly well. There, there were some bad throws. Yeah, and again, you go back to the missed opportunities, a lot of it negated by penalties. You know, you think about the turnover you got late in the first half. you got to capitalize and get seven there. You have to. Yeah. And you get the, the you know personal foul or whatever for celebration, which I didn't see it, but they everybody said it was kind of chintzy. There was the play. There was the play where the the uh, linebacker uh, hit the quarterback barely. Thought that was a little bit cheap. And then the offensive pass interference to a guy that caught the ball later um, with has was a little bit iffy too. So I mean they yes. they did get some bad calls against him. But anyway, going back to the end of the first half, you punch in seven there. I think you feel a little different. Yeah, um, I, I'm writing something down to ask Hunter. Um, <laughs> Does he think they should have scored seventh in that? No, no doubt. Um, what was your question to me? Nothing. I just saying that oh. the missed opportunities in that another half. I thought, you know, did you feel like those penalties were cheap? Because it sounds like oh, no doubt. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't even see the flag. Yeah, I didn't see well, the first what they of all. Were that's where I was going. The telecast was one of the worst telecasts I've ever seen. Agree. Uh, we didn't get replays, and then one time they showed a replay, and we missed the next play. And I'm like, who is running this thing? I mean, it was like amateur hour, and I thought the announcers were bad, the telecast was bad. It was just a bad product to watch. It was <laughs> frustrating. All. It was frustrating to watch, and then you you see the the game makes it even more frustrating. Uh, but yeah, the 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 one roughing the quarterback penalty, his hand touched his face mask. That's all it was. He came in and he was pulling up so he wouldn't hit him, and so his hands were up by his face mask, and he he. Touched the quarterback. Yeah. He touched the quarterback's face mask. Yeah, it, that was ridiculous. Well, the pass, yes, pass interference. But we—I don't think we ever got a replay of it because everybody at this watch party's like, "What did he do?" What? what, what? Yeah. Ironically, one of one of BYU's penalties ended up going against Arkansas. Remember when they they faked the field goal, but they got an illegal procedure or whatever, and they didn't get the oh, fake field goal, yeah. and then they come back and then they just kicked the field goal. Yes. I was like, of course, yes. of course they did. Yes. Uh, it was a delay of game. I had and they, they, never, was? Okay. Yeah, they never said it on the telecast. Well, those guys and I had struggling. to go to the play by play of the Razorback website, and it was a delay of game penalty. So the play never happened, so that Arkansas could decline that penalty. They couldn't decline it because it was a delay of game. All right, Christian, sorry we've been yammering the entire time. Give me uh, Sam Pittman. Let's go back to the fourth down play, which we talked about like ten minutes ago now. But anyway, Sam Sam Pittman on the fourth down play. That's the one that everybody's talking about because obviously play selection was iffy. And the decision, again, I think most people did not have an issue with, but he was a little, uh, he's frustrated. I, I understand it because he, he obviously prides himself on great offensive line play. And it's not happening right now. We were up 14 to nothing, and they went up 21 to nothing in the first half. And I don't think it was because we went for it on fourth down. So, I mean, I, I, I think that uh, they were making third and longs, you know. And uh, we couldn't get we couldn't get them off the field. But uh, if I had to do again, I wouldn't go for it on fourth down. Obviously, we didn't make it. And he has he has another bite about that too. Uh, talking about momentum, or did you play both those, Christian? No, I only played one. Um, yeah, play, the failed fourth of one on the momentum. I don't think talked I talked about two. That one. Yeah, it's I said it's the second the second clip and the fourth clip. Uh, again, I, I think you know he. It didn't mean everything, but it did mean something. And so I think he, he's – I understand his frustration with the thought process because there are a lot of plays in a football game, but it was just such a big play. And the fact that he said, I wouldn't go for it, I'm like, no, you should have gone for it. No, that wasn't the key. That wasn't – no, that's not the issue. And it was three straight drives. You lose – you don't get the fourth down. Then the next drive, I believe, is KJ's interception. Then the next drive is the field goal that bonked from 49 yards. It hit halfway up or three-quarters way up the goalpost, but it hit the goalpost. So you had three straight drives end with no points after you had kind of come out at, at to start the half, and you get up 10, and things are looking good. That, uh, that was yep. the failed fourth down, uh, change momentum. That was that clip. Okay. Well, there's another one in there, but that's okay. I don't think he pulled it. That's all right. Let me get uh, let me get Jamie in here, and then we'll take a break. Clint Sterner coming up at the bottom of the hour. We'll get his thoughts on the loss and expectations for this week. Obviously, tough bounce back game. LSU very impressive in a win at Mississippi State this weekend. Um, so we'll we'll talk about that. What's up, Jamie? Hey guys, you you've already brought up some of the points I want to talk about. I mean, the you know the late uh, the bad hit on the quarterback was ridiculous. I was at the game. 
And, you know, I think sometimes the officials get locked in on watching for certain things. And I, I think it was a little bit of a case of that because there were several plays that BYU were, were holding on on some of their big plays and no calls. Uh, but what I really want to talk about was KJ. I think it's the square peg round hole thing. I mean, I mean, most of his passes were from the pocket. Guys, he's not a pocket passer. He's not a prototypical quarterback, and we're trying to make him that. We got to get back to RPOs. We got to get back to get him, get him out on the edge, get away from the line. You know, we can't protect him, so waggle him out. You know, get him going side to side. He throws just as good on the run as he does in the pocket. I think maybe better sometimes. But I was going to get your thoughts on that. I think yeah. we're just we're just we're not doing that enough. We're trying to make him a pocket passer. He just it's not. That's one of the reasons, Jamie, I'm excited to hear from Clint Sterner. I I did not like um, the game plan, the calls from Enos. Uh, BYU, they were playing their safeties very, very deep. They they were not going to let Arkansas throw the deep ball. Uh, There were times that the safety was lined up 20 yards deep. Mm -hmm. That's that's crazy. I mean, there were other times that, that, that both safeties are 15 to 17 yards deep. So that should have opened up the middle in front of the safeties, right? I just don't remember them attacking the middle of the field that much. And I don't, I don't know why. That middle of the field should have been wide open. Uh, Clint Sterner brought to you by Motorsports Authority on the other side of the break. We're here at the Little Rock Touchdown Club. Thank you to our friends at Arkansas Urology. Hunter Urichek joining us a little bit later in the show in the 11 o'clock hour. Game balls and jock straps as well. Plenty to hand out from over the weekend. It was a wild one in the uh, in the college ranks and certainly some interesting outcomes in the NFL as well. Get two Monday night games tonight, which is awesome. Heck yeah. And um, we will head into the break, and we're going to hear a little more from Sam Pittman on the fourth and one before we do. Uh, let me tell you about our friends at Guatney Chevrolet in Jacksonville. They're going above and beyond the competition to cancel unwanted loans and leases. I like that. With their Guatney exclusive loan and lease termination program. You don't want to miss this opportunity to get out of the vehicle you don't want. How many times have you thought, gee, I really want to get out of this car, but I'm upside down? Guess what? They're here to help. During September, everybody's going to be approved. Plus, Guatney knows everyone could benefit from having no car payments for the rest of the year. So they're helping with that as well. Yes, if you're in desperation mode, and Arkansas was at the end of their game, Guatney couldn't do anything about that. You can get out of your situation with our friends at Guatney. Go by and see them. They're also offering Silverados. They've been offering 1.9%. How about 0% with approved credit? 0% on new Silverados and no payments for the rest of the year. Still doing 2.1% on 2023 Equinox as well. So great financing. And, again, the loan and lease termination program. Get out to Guatney Chevrolet. They want to help everybody get in the vehicle they really want, not the vehicle that they're currently in if they don't like it. So go by and see our friends out there in Jacksonville. We'll talk to our friend in Houston, Clint Sterner, on the other side. I mean, I guess we can say that all the points after that came because of that play, but I know three of them came off of that play. You know, I don't know that uh, the other 14 did. I, I mean, I don't know who's, who's to know, but I know three of them did. Arkansas State fans, listen up. The Red Wolves' home in Central Arkansas is 106.7 Buzz 2. Listen every week for Sunbelt Conference action with the Red Wolves, only on 106.7 Buzz 2. This is Sports Center. It was an up and down Saturday for teams across the natural state in Division One college football. First, the Arkansas Razorbacks dropped their first game of the season as the BYU Cougars beat them in Fayetteville 38-31. The Hogs will turn around this week and face off against the LSU Tigers, who are 18-point favorites already. UCA also took an L this weekend, but not a bad one. 49-31 at the Fargo Dome against the number two ranked team in FCS, the North Dakota State Bison. They'll return back to Arkansas next week when they host Abilene Christian. Arkansas State is on the board with a win this year. They end up beating Stony Brook to get their first victory of the season. And also UAPB picked up a win 21-20 over Miles this weekend as well. I'm Josh Neighbors for the Buzz Radio Network.
We're back with Wild Bill at Motorsports Authority. Great selection here on the lot, but what about my trade-in, Wild Bill? We'll trade for just about anything as long as you don't have to feed it. We'll put top dollar in that trade. I'm getting country fried crazy during this sale right now, and I'll tell you what, folks, it's a lot of fun to do business with us. So if you're wanting top dollar for your trade, you need to come see us. You can check out the complete selection online at msastore.com. Better yet, come see us in Russellville on East Main and Hot Springs on Central. You better get down here to Motorsports Authority. Touchdown! There's nothing quite like outdoor living, and at Razorback Camper Sales, we've been bringing the camping lifestyle to families for over 50 years. We're Arkansas's oldest family-owned RV dealer with the best parts and service department in the state. Razorback Camper Sales has everything you need for travel trailers, fifth wheels, and pop-ups. Find out why our customers are always happy campers. Come see us in Hot Springs or online at RazorbackCamperSales.com. Erectile dysfunction is a very serious medical issue. It affects over 60% of men over 45. This can be caused from low testosterone, high blood pressure, diabetes, prostate issues, and high cholesterol. The staff at the Little Rock Men's Clinic are specialists in treating these issues. Our medical specialists will determine your specific problem and develop a treatment plan for your specific needs. Our treatments have helped thousands of men with a 96% success rate. Call the Little Rock Men's Clinic at 501-382-9516. For September, our office visit is only $79. That includes your exam, blood work, and testos. If our specialist can't prove to you that the treatment works, your office visit is absolutely free. I am 58 years old, I have more energy, and I am performing like I am 21 again. I feel amazing. Come to the Little Rock Men's Clinic. We treat low T, ED, Peyronie's disease, and offer a male enhancement procedure. Call the Little Rock Men's Clinic at 501-382-9516. That's 501-382-9516. Or visit littlerockmensclinic.com. You're back in the zone in the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Check us out online at 1037thebuzz.com and throw us a follow at JustinAkry7, at Wes underscore more, and at CWeaver1037. Now, back to Justin Acre and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. I hope I'm not too late. Clint Sterner is brought to you by Motorsports Authority. Sterner throws, With two great locations and hundreds of vehicles to choose from. Sterner, very confident. Throwing down the middle. Check them out or visit online at msastore.com. Play fake, Sterner steps out of trouble. Wow. Oh. Wide open receiver, it's Cobb towards the end zone. Touchdown! Uh, we played hard, we just didn't play smart. So we've got to do a better job of, of playing smart. Got to do a better job of holding on to football. You know, we had two turnovers and we haven't had any all year. You know, and that's credit to BYU. They're, they're knocking it out, and they're in, in passing lanes and all those kind of things. Uh, but that's two more turnovers than we've had all year. We missed a field goal. You know, we hadn't had an opportunity to kick one, you know. So uh, just some a few uncharacteristic things went on today that uh, that's my responsibility to get fixed. All right, let's bring in, bring in Clint Sterner now. Uh, talk about that and much more. And Clint, disappointing Saturday for Arkansas. Uh, looked like an undisciplined bunch and a BYU team that was pretty hungry, made just enough plays to win the game. How are you, sir? Man, I'm struggling today, Justin. There, there's, there's, I got so many questions and so many concerns. I don't know how to organize them for this call. If I'm being completely honest. Okay, good. That's, well, I can't, can't wait to hear that's that. That's where I'm at with Arkansas right now. I, I, uh, there's a lot that I don't quite understand. There's a lot of of poor play there's a lot of um what appears to be poorly coached um you know there's just there's just so much to, to unpack here i don't know if we got enough time all right can i start sure is this a bad Absolutely. offense for kj say it again is this a bad offense for kj uh so far yes um, I, I told you guys before and in fact i think somebody picked it up and ran with it and wrote an article about it this is either going to be a you know, a three or four win season, or it's going to be a nine or ten win season, depending on how KJ Jefferson and Dan Enos mesh. And right now, 
um, it's not good. It's not good at all. And there's other problems, so we'll get to those. But but right now, I, I went back and watched the film again. And contrary to what the commentators were saying and the graphics that they throw up there of wins and losses when K.J. Jefferson carries the football X, X amount of times, all of that Man, is very yeah. misleading. All of that yeah. is very misleading. He, he had four designed runs in this ball game. Thank the you. very first play of the game, uh, I think it went for six or eight yards, and then he didn't have another one until uh, I think there was they were it was a 21-21 ball game at that point in time, or twenty-one fourteen ball game at that point in time. Um, you, you know that that's a problem. To your question, to your point, Wes, is that that's not who KJ Jefferson is, and that's not what an offense that's going to win football games with KJ Jefferson a quarterback looks like, in my opinion. Clint, the uh, BYU, they were playing their safeties very deep. And to me, that should open up the, the middle of the field for you, some underneath routes. And I, I just don't remember, and I'd have to go back like you and watch, I don't feel like they attacked that. Well, they, they look, here's the deal. is The problem is, is they can say that BYU was stopping the run and, and you know, harassing the quarterback with a four- and five-man rush. Um when it's all said and done, Arkansas's never going to be a team with, with again, when K.J. Jefferson's quarterback, and I don't want them to be a team that goes up and goes, okay, well, the safeties are deep, the middle of the field's open, let me let me get in gun, snap the football, hope, hopefully they protect, hopefully I've got one of these big-bodied receivers that can get there, and when he gets there, there's not somebody stuck on him like blue. Um, and then hopefully K.J. makes an accurate throw. You know, those are just, the, to me, those are, your point is very valid. I, I think that that was the case time to time, um, but you know that that's down the list of, of Arkansas attacking voids and, and zone coverages for me of, of the problems. I mean, Wes, you look at they try to run a mesh concept again. They, they went when they went up fourteen to zero. Their next three drives, really their next four drives, were absolutely garbage. And, and you can you can look up the first drive. They're backed up in their own in, in their own territory. They go up fourteen zip right. Um, they're backed up in their own territory, and for some reason, AJ Green's not in the ball game, and some guy named Borden or Burden or whoever this six seven kid is is the receiver. And they try to run it outside, can't run it outside. He he has the drop, um, and then you're punting, giving them a short field. Boom! They come back and 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 they they score a touchdown. And and the next one to your point, they try to run a basic mesh concept, and all three of the receivers run together. And it's just, it's, it's just, that's where I get the, the poorly coached. It doesn't seem like these, these guys are executing cleanly and precisely. And boy, in this league, man, you've got to do those things. And so I've just, I don't know why when you don't have one receiver, you think you have four. You're running all these other guys in there and giving them opportunities. Um, I don't know why you have a quarterback like KJ Jefferson and you're not designing more runs early on in the ball game to, to get that thing established. Um, you know the the fourth down call is 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 suspect at best when you got 250 pound quarterback. Um, there's 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 a long list, guys. Clint, let me ask you about that play specifically because that got the line show the attention afterwards, and Sam was particularly perturbed about having to answer questions about it. It seemed like, um, you know, we talked about the options there against a 10 man box. You still like quarterback sneak, or you want to see him do something else? That suggested. You got a couple of receivers over there, you know, and they were, they were wider than the widest defender. I don't know why you don't throw a little out route or something. It's easy for me to say, but there are options, and, and there are a few of them that are better than what they did, in our opinion, and I think in most well, people's opinion. What what do you think of the play call? Well, I, I don't like it. I, I don't like. Look, I mean, the guard and the center got got the defensive tackle got immediate penetration between the guard and the center. So if, if we're just talking about execution, it was a piss poor job by the guard and the center. It caused the running back to then bounce, bounce outside. Which gave which which are bounced off track, and then it, that gave BYU's linebackers free shots on the running back, and you had no chance. So if you're just looking at the play and saying, okay, that's what was called, it was poorly executed, right? Which now now we get to, I don't know how you let a defensive tackle, right, in the a gap on an inside run on fourth and one. I don't know how nobody accounts for the for the ta- defensive tackle. I have no idea how the hell that doesn't happen. That guy should be doubled. If not, I mean, if not, at least have a hat on a hat. It, it doesn't make sense whatsoever in that particular situation. It's a very vanilla situation in fourth and one. You know what you're going to do. You knew in midway through training camp what the hell you were going to do in fourth and one. So whether you like it or not, it was poorly executed. 
I don't like this with, with this personnel and what Arkansas has in the running back room and, and with K.J. Jefferson, more importantly, I don't like the slow-developing shotgun mess point. I, I, I just I don't like it at all, much less on fourth and third and short. I don't think it makes sense. I think you give the linebackers a chance to read who has the ball and, and, and it's delayed. I, I don't like it at all. And, and then you get to the, the point that I think any casual fan that was sitting there drinking cold beer watching that game can see is, you got 245 pounds. We're living in an era where the good physical running football teams uh, are are lining up under the center, and their 245, six foot three quarterback is leaning and getting half a yard. I, I just don't. I don't know how you land on 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 the play call or the execution uh, that you did in that particular situation. Let's turn joining us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. It's all brought to you by Motorsports Authority. Um, how about some bright spots, Clint? Because I like to have a cup that's a little bit half full, maybe a quarter full today. The young sure. stars, Isaiah Satania, uh, Luke Haz is obviously the next rising star at tight end for Arkansas, and there have been a handful of those over the years. Um, we were kind of questioning, too, though, not to turn this positive into a negative, why isn't Satania getting more opportunities in the offense? He's obviously one of your most, if not your most explosive players. But uh, what would you think of the two young guys? And uh, Again, I'm, I'm trying to find something to be positive about here. Help me out. Well, let me take your positive and twist it negative because I, I think you just you hit the nail on the head. The whole time, I'm looking at these receivers, and while the Lukas kid looks good, I like Tesla as well, they they lack wiggle big time. I mean, it, it is nobody's winning 50-50 catches. Nobody's winning when they're covered. The, you know, the, the DB's on my back, and I'm just going to big hands catch this thing, big body, big hands catch this thing. They're not winning those, those types of battles. And, and while I like what Tesla and, and Haas has done, they, they they really lack that guy that can catch the snag route and make somebody miss and has that quick twitch and can catch that little bubble screen thing, which I really, really like, a little smoke screen thing. You know, can you can he catch that and make somebody miss and, and hit a scene kind of deal? I don't know I don't know why Tesla is not I mean uh um Satania is not more involved in the offense. I mean he is he is non existent. I don't I don't even know if I've seen him have a catch all year long on the offense. Maybe week one, but um, that that is a, that is a, another you know question of mine because you lack you you can argue you lack wiggle across the board in all of your skill positions on offense outside of outside of AJ a little bit and maybe Davinion a little bit. Um, so I don't know why that guy's not involved more. But on the special team side, on a positive note, I, I really like what that guy brings to the table, man. I mean, clearly, clearly, especially in today's game, that that's rare, and to have him and. and to have him not only score points but give you field position uh, a couple of times was was big as well. Um, but but you mentioned the highs and the Tesla kids, really highs. I, I really like what that dude brings to the table, man. He's going to be fun to watch over the next few years. And, and on the defensive side of football, guys, look, I know they got hit with a, a trick play. Um, they got hit with a couple of big plays. There was a the big run that made it 14-14. The, 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 the two big, big throws down the field to the, the Rex kid, the tight end. Um, that that ended up making it twenty one to fourteen. Um, you know the, the defense. Uh, these corners are. I like the big long physicality. Uh, I think the defensive line is something that you can win with in this league. I don't know that they're as good as, as the commentators are making it sound in terms of being a big time SEC defensive line. But I do believe they're guys that you can win with. Um, so I, I really like our corners, um, and, and I, I'm I'm good. I'm, I'm good and comfortable with our defensive line. So there's there's you a couple positives. I like that. Uh, and, and Justin pointed out they did run the ball a little better against BYU. They averaged 4.5 yards per carry. Uh, when you look at it, they KJ threw it 35 times. They ran it 39 times. Now four sacks are in there, so that would be running it 35 times and trying to throw it 39 times. They they have more pass plays than run plays. Is that the recipe for Arkansas? Well, no, no, it's not. To answer your question, absolutely not. I, I thought Arkansas had three shots down 38-31 to, to to win that game. After after it went 38-31, they they um, they had those three shots, and um, you know that's typically a situation. Here's when Arkansas went up 31-21. Or hell, let's go all the way back, Wes. And I'm, I'm sorry, I'm going off in the weeds in your question. But when you go up 14 zip, that usually is a situation where KJ Jefferson in this run game really suffocates you and makes it hard for you to have that big swing to come back and tie it or have that big swing to come back and go up 21 14. 
and and they weren't able to get that thing get that when they went up 14-0 I think they went four drives uh and over a quarter of football without getting the first down um and and th- that was a problem there 31-21 Arkansas goes up and that's the that's the time when Arkansas really has a chance to dominate the clock run the football and really suffocate that team and and they they weren't able to do it right that's when you have the fourth down turnover on downs and then you have the interception um and then Arkansas goes down 38-31 you got three shots to come back and and tie that ball game and you're not able to get it done those are, with with the exception of the last drive west where they they obviously had to throw it uh multiple times all of those were opportunities where, where in the past, and ultimately the way Arkansas is built is you've got to take that game over with your run game, and and they weren't able they weren't able to do it again. It, I think it's a combination of several things. I don't know why that that I don't know why, and I hope this isn't just a I hope this isn't an overall thing. I hope this changes, but the outside zone is, is something that they just they are just going to beat their head against the wall. They are not good at it. It's not productive. Sure, you pop one from time to time, but but it's not productive consistently. Um, you string your offensive line out, and and I, I don't. The one thing I'm comfortable saying, I don't know how good these guys are or are not up front, but they are not good on the outside zone. They're not good stretching, stretching, reaching, and riding riding defensive line into the sideline and waiting for that crease to pop. That's just not what they do well. And so there, there's a lot that has to has to change, Wes. But back to your point, no, it, it's not. It's, this needs to be a run heavy football team. All right, Clint, we're going to leave it there. We're going to run ourselves. We are a run-heavy show today, so we're going to take a break. We'll come back and uh, visit with you on Friday, and hopefully we're feeling a little more uh, positive maybe by then as Arkansas heads to Baton Rouge to take on an LSU team that is coming off a uh, skull-dragging of Mississippi State on the road over the weekend. So we will we'll get your thoughts on that. It's easier, boys. That's for damn sure. So we'll see how it <laughs> goes. No doubt. Y'all be good. And you like, you like, hey, do you like Daniels a little bit more this week? Well, yeah, my, my take on Daniels after the Mississippi State game is really, really struggling a bit, man. That was about as, as impressive an outing as as, uh, as as I've seen from a quarterback, no doubt about it. We'll hit that on Friday. All right. Clint, thank you, buddy. Appreciate you it. Appreciate Motorsports Authority. All right. All we'll right. talk to Clint on Friday. Got to hit a break. Uh, 1047, and when we come back, we'll wrap it up. We'll take a look at the rest of the SEC from over the weekend. Top 25 games of note, too. We've got game balls and jock straps in the second hour. And Hunter Yurchek will join us in the 11 o'clock segment as well. So all that coming up in the zone as we continue on on a, just a magnificent Monday. Hey, here's some good news. If you need tires or a new set of tires, big old tires, there's a good deal right now. $100 off select set of tires. They got a great selection of tires, all the name brand tires, plus they have the big O tire. Two great locations, Cabot and Conway. And they do more than just tires. They'll work on your car. Brakes, alignment, oil changes. They do a lot of different things. So give Big O tires a shot. In Cabot, they're on Prospect Court, right in front of Kroger. In Conway, they're on Park Rider. Big O tires, the team we trust. Uh, I just think we just fell out of rhythm really. Um we tried to get things going again, and we got a little bit of a tempo, but we just kept making – it was just too many mistakes on our end of the ball. We got some good blocks, and this week we emphasized getting up to the next level in the run game with our blocks, and that's exactly what happened in that second run, and I was able to break for it. Roger Scott for Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union and their Casasa check-in accounts. With Casasa, earn up to 6% APY, cash rewards with no minimum balance, and refunds on ATM fees. Stop by Alcoa's new branch in Sheridan and open a free Casasa check-in account or apply securely online at alcoacommunityfcu.org. For more than a century, Arkansans have come to Oaklawn to play, to bet, and to win. Now, we're coming to you. Introducing Oaklawn Sports, the new mobile betting app from Oaklawn. Bet anywhere in Arkansas. Download the app on Apple and Google Play and take advantage of first bet insurance up to $250. Oaklawn Sports, Arkansas's trusted brand. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. 
This is Pat Bradley for Brewskies. Don't miss a single NFL game this week. Monday night, the Bills take on the Jets. Quarterback showdown, Josh Allen, Aaron Rodgers. Thursday night, it's the Vikings versus Eagles. Jalen Hurts look to stay in championship form. Sunday, the full schedule, 13 NFL games. Gridiron brunch and Sunday fun day drink specials start at 11 a.m. And next Monday, it's a doubleheader Monday night football. Saints versus Panthers and Browns versus Steelers. Brewskies, you're home for lunch, happy hour, and late night. You know, I'm not exaggerating when I say this. QC Kinetics can change your life. You can live again without chronic joint pain and without drugs or surgery. Hey everybody, it's RJ Hawk. QC Kinetics is advanced regenerative medicine. They take your body's own concentrated healing properties and put them right back into your joints to restore and repair that damaged tissue without surgery. The patient satisfaction reports are astonishing. Finally, a new alternative to the old ways of dealing with pain. And unlike surgery, there's no downtime with QC treatments. If you have constant pain in your knees, hips, shoulder, or back, you need to call and get a free consultation from the medical professionals at QC Kinetics today. Imagine this fall moving around pain-free, doing the things that you love again, like walking, hiking, or even playing with those grandkids. Call QC Kinetics today for that free consultation. 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. Your husband is pretty handy to have around. He makes the world's best mac and cheese. He's in the Tickle Monster Hall of Fame. <laughs> and he can teach anyone how to throw strikes. But a busted pipe and a basement full of water? Honey, I think we need a plumber. Is a little out of his league. That's where a homeowner's policy from Shelter Insurance comes in handy. We'll help get your house back in order and your husband back to what he does best. <laughs> See shelter agents Brian Cress or Caleb Green in North Little Rock or in Brinkley Sea Agent Hunter Cornelison. Arkansas State fans, listen up. The Red Wolves home in Central Arkansas is 1067 Buzz 2. Listen every week for Sunbelt Conference action with the Red Wolves only on 1067 Buzz 2. Come on, man. Welcome back to the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Give us a call at 661-1037. Now, back to the zone on the Buzz Radio Network. Well, I was about to start talking about our friends at Oaklawn anyway, and Zach's standing over here with Chris and the crew from Oaklawn, so I said, well, we'll just grab Zach and see what's up. we got a line out on Arkansas this week at LSU, and I think a lot of fans feel like the line should be 67 in favor of the Tigers, Zach, but that's not reasonable, and I don't think it's that big of an issue. There are other things to enjoy at Oaklawn, too. It's not just about wagering on games, although it is a lot of fun, isn't it, Zach? Um, we've got some great concerts coming up. Marcus King, October 27th. I cannot believe Blues Traveler's not sold out yet, November 17th. I would be there with bells on if I didn't have a conflict. Uh, Tom Segura apparently has been a hot commodity, though. Sold out a show, and so they added a second one. He's coming on December 7th, so you can find all your tickets on that, oakland.com. Mainline Sports Bar is still the best place to watch the games, even if you lose your appetite watching Arkansas at times. They do have a lot of good food offerings, including... Uh, it's Wednesday is the wing day, right, Zach? 75 yes. cent wings? Yes, wings day, uh, Wednesday wing day. Uh, and then we have the uh, swing suite specials on Sunday. So if you're coming over to watch NFL, you're going to be able to get half price on the swing suites. Plus, we have uh, domestic $10 pitchers for the beer. And you mentioned the Arkansas line. Looking at that one, LSU currently minus 17 and a half. Um, you know, I was really hoping we went down into that undefeated and maybe saw a little closer line. But it is what it is. It will still be exciting. Night game down in... Uh, in Baton, Rouge. in Baton Rouge. Has that moved already, <laughs> that line? That's about where it opened. I saw 18, 17, 17 I and a half. Yeah. That, we opened 17 and a half, okay. went to 18 for a brief period, then back down. Typically, you'll see those lines really start to settle down about Tuesday. What's the total on the game? Uh, total currently at 56. Oof, pretty low. Yeah, I don't think they're... Uh, Not giving Arkansas they're expecting a lot, of, a lot of points scored for Arkansas. Yeah, well, I mean... I don't know what to expect in that game, I guess. I like Arkansas catching 17 and a half. At least I did last night. I was sitting there. Wes is giving me that look. I, will, I was like, man, I think I think they can cover that. I went to bed, and then I, I'd had a couple of bourbons, admittedly. And then when I woke up this morning, I was like, maybe not. But um, Arkansas is 1-2 against the spread, and uh, Brad Spence touchdown kind of helped that one. The interception yeah, return true. against uh, Western Carolina. Yeah, I, I don't like that. I mean, I like, I like this line a lot. They need to run the ball more. For LSU. You do? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know about that. Uh, there were some interesting games over the weekend, by the way. How about a tip of the cap to Barry Odom knocking off Vanderbilt at UNLV? They're 2-1 and one on the season now. They beat uh, Bryant, <laughs> not high school, uh, in the opener, and they lost to Michigan. But uh, kudos to them. Texas A&M rolled the victory over Monroe, 47-3. to So the experiment with Bobby Petrino seems to be working okay. 
Georgia survived a scare from South Carolina. My buddy told me that uh, Trey Knox had a big drop. Big drop. In a key situation. Yeah. And he was yeah. celebrating that. And I was like, get off, Trey. He's a nice kid. Good kid. Yep. Hate that he left. Um, Alabama escaped South Florida. Ooh. Zach, I'm guessing you did not have a lot of people riding the Gators to beat Tennessee straight up on the money line, but that would have been a good bet. That would have been a great bet. Um, I kind of alluded to liking Florida, but I couldn't have taken them outright. I just kind of liked the, taking the points there. Apparently Coach um, Kelly was on them. Coach Kelly picked it Wednesday. Yeah, his arm laughed at him. He was pr- patting himself on the back all weekend, and he probably should have been. That was a wild pick. Yeah. Um, the other one that was intriguing over the weekend uh, was that Missouri-Kansas uh, State game. Yeah, it was my lock of the week. Thanks, Missouri jerks. Making a 61-yarder. I was like, okay, let's just get to overtime. Went with a touchdown. It was a four-and-a-half-point line. It moved to five at one point. And then I think maybe it came back down a little bit. But um, anyway, yeah, give Missouri credit. 61-yarder. you got to give that kid a uh, game ball. By the way, he is a uh, husky. (laughs) Thick kicker. He's 240 pounds. Yeah. I mean... Yeah, he's a, he's a thicker. No. He's a thicker. He's not a kicker. He's a thicker. That dude, is uh, he's a sizable fellow. But, hey, he's got the weight to put behind the kick. He know, sure does. That. Yeah. Easy. yeah, thank God he doesn't play soccer. He wouldn't be able to get up and down the pitch, I don't think. But, anyway, that dude can boot it. So, uh, yeah, that'll be a big one this week. There are a lot of good games this week, Zach. you got a lot of ranked teams going head-to-head this weekend. Yeah, absolutely. And then tonight we've got a doubleheader for Monday Night Football. Let's go Saints! Yeah, absolutely. Two so. and a half? Uh, three. Okay. Let's move to three. Keep in mind with the alternate lines, you can move it back to two and a half. Right now, three is at minus 114, but you could take it down to two and a half, and it's at minus 136. So or you could pretty move big it up move. to about seven. Or absolutely, if you're really, really confident. I just want to uh, win. I don't know. Move it up to, say, six and a half, and you're getting plus 138. There you go. Um, the uh, the rook at quarterback for the Panthers has not been as bad as I was hoping. Oh, he's going to see a different defense this week. That's a good point. Yep. And I thought Carr missed a lot of opportunities and still threw yep. for 300 yards last week. I need to give a game ball. Yep. Ryan Tannehill. Okay. After stinking against the Saints, he played very well yesterday. I, I was all over him last Monday. That made me feel better. Kudos to him yesterday. He played very well. I didn't get to watch much of that game. Did uh, Eckler not being in there, you think, really hurt the Chargers? Or? Sure, yeah. yeah. No doubt. Uh, but that Tennessee Titans defense is good. Yeah. Did you see Josh Dobbs playing quarterback yesterday? Yeah, it, it's crazy. What happened? They're better than anyone What do you mean? Thought. He's pretty good. He had a nice run. That was all I saw. I just I kind of watched it late. We were watching the, the Cowboys game, and I just happened to glance over there. Um, yeah, they're a lot better than anyone thought they were going to be. Christian, were you pleased? Uh, yes. We are 2-0. Since How about Sean Payton starting 0-2? Oops. 2-0 the first time getting to Hail Mary and not getting the two-point? Oh, yeah, that was Terrible tough. call. Terrible Yeah, call. I didn't like the two-point conversion call. No, it was a great call. He was wide open, but he got tugged on. It was pass interference. Yeah, I'm fine with no, they threw it. Okay, I They forgot. rolled out to the right, hit the receiver, uh, Cortland Sutland, and the cornerback grabbed him, his left shoulder, pulled him back. No flag? Pass interference. No flag. Okay, I guess maybe I didn't see it. Because I remember seeing the Hail Mary on the replay, but anyway. Um, yeah, Commanders are 2-0, and Broncos are 0-2. Crazy. Then our uh, second game of Monday Night Doubleheaders, the Browns at the Steelers. Currently, Browns on the road, two-point favorite in that one. Two-point favorite. Oh, by the way, how about the former Brown? Baker Mayfield. Yeah. I'll play Joe Burrow yesterday. Yep. Jerk. Burrow's screwing 2-0. me. Burrow's killing me. Tampa Bay's 2-0. Killing me. Christian Kirk got me a point and a half last week in fantasy, so I benched him this week. Got 20-plus yesterday. <laughs> that son of a B. <laughs> Damn it. All right, got to hit a break. Zach, good seeing you, buddy. Yeah, good to see you guys. Talk to you Wednesday. Don't forget about uh, Oakland Game Day. I won't. We will have it for you then. And when we return, we're going to talk to the man of the hour, Hunter Juracek. I'm sure he's excited to visit with us. And then uh, we'll do Game Balls and Jock Straps next hour as well. Brandon Moving and Storage has served Central Arkansas since 1965 and continues to provide professional service, local reliability, and community investment. We provide residential and commercial moves, local, national, and international service, commercial warehousing and distribution, unpacking services, and custom packing and crating. Let Central Arkansas's trusted Beacons agent help you with your next move. Brandon Moving and Storage. You